0: Here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Lake podcast. My name is Dosta, and today I'd like to talk about Leo. Leo from actualized.org. But first, just quickly, let me mention some of the, a- the, the other lakes. In Sibley State Park, Minnesota. So I don't know if you're aware of this place in Minnesota, U.S. of A. But there's actually quite a few lakes there. So we're named after Andrew Lake, but there's also Middle Lake, Swan Lake, Games Lake, and Norway Lake. Isn't it strange that Norway Lake is not in Norway? Hmm... I think that might be as strange as an Australian naming their podcast after a lake that is in America. But of course, I'm just playing. We should get back onto our topic of today. And I really should preface this in a personal way. And it's hard for me to really know exactly how to set up my comments on Leo and his website actualize.org. So let me just share what I feel at the moment. And what I really feel and what I've been thinking a lot recently is that I don't like to comment on current content creators. Normally, we talk about books that have been written. Normally we talk about ideas. Normally we talk about stories or music. And there's a whole range of things and juicy subjects that we can go into and that we always do go into. But this is a little different because today we're talking about someone who is active. Someone who is modern, someone who is really still creating things and still working out what their ideas are and what their views of the world are, and really a very complex person, a very deep person, and there's no easy way to go about summing up or criticizing or even commenting on in passing all of the material. That is on actualize.org. Really, when you get to a certain intellectual level, if we can be so crude as to put it into levels, there's no arguing. There's no back and forth. This is not a debate. It's not a discussion. It's not even a review or a critique. It's not a response. It's not a, hey, haven't you thought about this? Oh, what about this? Because when you reach a certain level, when you reach a certain point, everything that someone says is true. When you reach a certain amount of actualization, you speak truth. You are a fountain of truth. And it's possible to realize that, actually, everything Leo says is correct. He's absolutely right. And you really should agree with him. In every manner, in every way. Because what he's created with this website is a candle in the dark. It's a beacon of truth, a beacon of hope for so many people. And maybe it resonates with you, maybe it doesn't. And if it does, well, you've found something very special. You've found something very deep. That is also not to say that he's the only candle in the dark. There are many people who reach this level of Truth or intellect who speak from their being and they've collapsed all their contradictions within themselves. They have paradoxical mind, or what I like to call it, multi dimensional perspective. And there are many people in that boat, it's very hard to spot them unless you're there yourself. <laughs> That's the whole game, is you don't know. (laughs) You don't know until you get there, how to get there. So, I'd like to sort of do a bit of a review and really just share my own impression at the moment. And really, as it stands at this moment, I'm a little bit worried about Leo. Like, I could say we could preface this conversation as a kind of open letter to Leo or a sort of tap on the shoulder for Leo. And when I say I'm worried about Leo, it's, <laughs> it's like not really worried. He's a big boy. He's a smart cookie. He can, he can get himself out of some sticky situations. <laughs> and he doesn't need any of us to be worrying about him. And it might appear where he's at at the moment is that, well, his problem is drugs. He's on too many drugs. He just needs to lay off the 5-MeO-DMT. And actually, that's not what worries me. That's not why I'm worried. I think he's actually got his drugs well in check and he's got a bit of a a pretty good system for handling addiction and he's well versed in addiction so that's not the thing that worries me but i don't want this to come off like a critique or a putting myself above him or saying advice or anything like that so i'd much rather say directly to leo like what what would i say if i met this guy And if I think about it, well, I really have to say thank you. I really have to say, amazing work. Leo, good work. Great stuff. Wow, this is really something special. You've done. And I've watched all your videos. I've listened to every single one. And I've taken notes. And some of my favorites I've listened to multiple times. And you are such an amazing speaker. I really feel you. I can really get off on all that you've taught me. I even love those earlier videos where you're talking about personal development and self-esteem and life coaching. Great work on life coaching. Great work on the personal development blueprint. Great work on success. Great work on money and finances and business. and and passive income, and how important it is to find an understanding of money. And great work on garbage in, garbage out, and having a rant about turning off the TV, turning off the social media. That's so important. More people should talk about that. And there already is so many people talking about that. And you were one of the first people I heard that from. That was a really good reminder for me. Great work on relationships, attraction, and sex. One of your most popular videos is how to make a girl squirt. (laughs) I'm sure there are many people that are saying, thank you, Leo, for that one. (laughs) Great work on motivation. Great work on life purpose. Great work on affirmations. Self-esteem, self-image, self-psychology, and visualizations. Great work on philosophy. You've been so great at bringing your philosophy knowledge to a new audience, to a layman's audience. All the Marcus Aurelius, the Seneca, the Socrates, the Aristotle, all that stuff needs to be translated to us common folk. And you obviously have a deep understanding of philosophy, particularly the Greek philosophy, ancient Greek philosophy. Great work on meditation. Great work on all the meditative techniques. Great work on explaining the benefits of meditation and some of the things and the traps to watch out for. Great work on diet and fitness and weight loss. And of course, you have your own weight loss story that you've shared. Great work on your recipes, your healthy recipes that you've shared. Great work on emotional work. And of course, after you were talking about emotions for some time, you took another step even deeper and you became spiritual. So great work on spirituality and enlightenment. One of your most profound episodes was titled something like The Shocking Truth of Spiritual Enlightenment. And you built up this great crescendo to this giant insight and you really had an amazing way of delivering this ancient truth of non-duality. And you delivered it so beautifully. Great work on talking about minimal lifestyle. One of the most powerful impact episodes that you had on me was renouncing your stupid, busy life. And you really went hard in that. And you really told us. You really told all your listeners. You're wasting your life. And that is a very important thing that more people need to talk about. And there are people talking about it, but none quite like you, none quite like Leo. Great work on open-mindedness. This really did open up so so many things for me. To open your mind. True versus false skepticism. Do you remember that episode? That is a foundational episode. How to use other people for your own gain. That's where you talked about turning it around, turning your judgments around to yourself. That's in the category of open-mindedness. That's in the category of opening things up for yourself. And there was quite a few episodes where you talk about open-mindedness, and it's so important. Great work on spiral dynamics. And this is one of the crown jewels of this website, actualize.org. It's a series where each stage is discussed, and so many examples and cultural references are given that it makes it so clear for people who can listen along. Now, my criticism of the Spiral Dynamics series, and I don't like to have this as much of a criticism, it's not really a criticism, it's just a comment, because it's it's such a beautiful series, and you've done so well with it, and it's so important that people need to understand spiral dynamics. I don't want this to come off as a criticism, but there's one thing I think you missed, which is the beige stage. And you should have gone back and and really understood this stage because the, the crucial thing about beige is that it returns at turquoise. It returns at turquoise and coral. And all of the themes and well not themes how should i say the characteristics or the qualia of beige come in a new manifestation and there's a theme the theme of things going full circle that occurs in spiral dynamics so you really should have gone back and had an episode on beige and then of course great work on spir- uh, on not spiral dynamics that's what we've been talking about Great work on psychedelics, great work on opening that up for people, introducing it for people. This is a great introduction. This is a wonderful way of understanding psychedelics for personal growth, for spiritual growth, and differentiating that between addiction and getting lost in your own world. And how bad the bad side, the dark side of psychedelics, and also distinguishing between psychedelics and drugs or hard drugs. And there's so many nuances in these episodes, there's so many things that open up. And I'm so glad that I had such a great introduction for psychedelics. Great work on epistemology, great work on the strange loop. And reality is a strange loop. And the theme of things going full circle, like I mentioned. And also sameness and difference. I believe that was the longest episode. It's something, it's almost five hours. It's it's an episode just on the sameness and difference. And then, then then you've also got the content versus structure, which is similar in style. And this is great stuff. This is great stuff for grappling with metaphysics, with epistemology, with the nature of reality. This is incredible intellect. And some of my favorite episodes, well, I've mentioned some of those, but one of them is 30 Ways Society Fucks You in the ass, <laughs> And I don't know if Leo realizes this, but it actually comes off very funny. And I actually started laughing in this. And he's talking about chimps, and this is chimped, and this is just them. <laughs> and he's like, these guys are chimpanzees, these guys are chimps, these guys are chimps, over and over, and it's very fun. It's almost like a stand-up comedy routine. And, well, I think he did know it. I think he knew that that was coming off the way it was. But also a very powerful message. And that's a good example of a a humor coming out with a powerful message. And then there's also the episodes about life is a maze. Life is a dream. And really, that that could be a series. Life is a this. Life is a that. Life is a story, and so those episodes are very poetic, very nice to listen to, very stimulating for the mind. But then, more recently, the thing, the 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 direction of Leo's talking has changed. And at this stage, so many people are following along. Like, so many people are hanging on every word. And really, Leo, you've found your audience. You have your audience. And the thing that worries me is not the drugs. It's something... Well, it's something more problematic... And I don't know how, like, there's really no way for anyone that I can see to get through to you. There's no one that you can listen to. There's no one that you can connect with. And I really just have to out and say it. And, well, let's be honest here. Leo's not listening to this episode, so it's just you and me, but... What I need to say about Leo and what I see in Leo, which worries me, is his seriousness. And this is a big problem. This is an epistemic problem. And it's very easy for self-deception to occur around seriousness. We need to be more serious. We need to get to a higher level. Don't you understand? I need to beat it into you. This kind of attitude. And many people have spoken... And commented about Leo and his seriousness. And his sort of judging tone. And the truth is, well, we need a bit of seriousness. We do need to get serious. And we do need judgments. The whole reason people have resonated so much with Actualize.org and Leo's content is because of the seriousness Because that's what people respond to. But what I see in Leo is that it's actually overtaking every part of him. It's overtaking so much of what he is and what his experience of life is. So let's do a little bit of a thought experiment, which is what does someone do if they're on board with the vision of Leo, and they're a real follower of Leo. And this is something I'd like to see Leo contend with. Because just like life unfolds in chapters and stages, so does your work. So does your teaching. And at the start, for building an audience, seriousness is great for breaking through to an audience and connecting with an audience, seriousness can work wonders. But for really getting people along, for really moving them along and having them grow and transform, then seriousness only has a few certain ways it can be applied. And it can't be your only trick in the book. Now, if someone has listened to all Leo's episodes and even done extra research and read the books. And actually, that's another wonderful thing about Actualize.org. That's probably the, the biggest thing, is the books that it's introduced me to. And maybe I'll say more about that later. But if you're following along and then you get to the certain point where he's, he's continuously saying, no, it's impossible for you to improve. No, you'll never reach my level. No, you can't get to the higher stages because only very few people do it. Well, that's not connecting with your audience. And there's been a few times when Leo's left and said, no, I need to take this more seriously and no one's getting it. So I'm going off to heal myself. And he's left and we've said, oh, what's happened to Leo? He's not doing videos anymore. And then when he comes back, he's even more serious. He's got even more of a toughness to him. And he's done a whole bunch of really high-dosage psychedelics. A whole bunch of 5-MeO-DMT. And he's relating again and again how we can't understand. Now, we can never get to that level. Now, what is what is someone practically supposed to do if they've follow, followed along actualize.org for all these years? They've read all the books, they've done all the exercises, and then all of a sudden you're told, no, you'll never make it. And also, really, the only way to do it is to, to, to get to that level is to find the drug yourself. Now, it's not a very common drug in every country. It's not a common drug at all. And what, what are we supposed to do? Just shut ourselves off into a room? And just be in our own worlds? And this reminds me actually of a very old actualize.org video which is titled, How to Change the World. And this was on January 28, 2014. And in this episode, Leo says, wow, what a great thing it is to have an idea of changing the world. And he says that the reason people don't go out and try and change the world for the better is, is because they're caught up in their own little world. Now, it might be that Leo is caught up in his own big world. Because when people are caught up in their own world, their own little world, it's the everyday stuff. It's the paying the bills, it's just the going to the shops and getting my job done and having my friends, these sorts of things. And it might be, well, actually, maybe Leo's got the same problem, except now it's not the little things. It's just a 5-MeO DMT trip, and that's his world. But he's still not connecting, and he says, it's not easy to change the world, it's not easy to get the people on board with you. It's not easy to get the people to really see the steps from a low level to a, another slightly higher level, but still very low level. And I don't even like to say high and low because that's a dichotomy that falls in with this seriousness. That's a duality which is serious. Yes, we need to be very high level, high consciousness, We need to be the top 0001%. And one of the things he says in this episode of how to change the world is that you can actually be a role model. And you can go out and you can interact with people like the grocer, interacting with the grocery clerk, just little things. And it's funny that in one of his episodes, someone does turn up at the door and They've got a package for him, and he's actually quite cold to that person because he's tripping balls on DMT. And that's what's missing. The, the human touch is missing. The human connection, the sense of community is missing. And I really wish Leo was open-minded enough to see that he needs someone with him. He needs people to connect with him. And that means connection not through the interface of a screen, not through a community forum, not through messages, not from hundreds of thousands of subscriptions. Subscriptions is one thing. Followers is another. And this is not... All these, all these dynamics are not uncommon to the spiritual teacher path. Every spiritual teacher actually contends with these things. It's been done before. And one of the great examples I like to use is Osho. When Osho started speaking, people didn't listen to him. And so what he did is he started speaking on subjects which people could relate to. Subjects like the Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, the Quran, Buddhism, and all the world religions. And he started speaking about the world religions, and the people who followed those religions started to listen to him. And then, of course, after a while, he would built up a following, and he went silent. And he did his phase of no talking. I'm not talking anymore. I'm turning in to do healing and to pursue spiritual growth. And when he came back, that was when he said, now I'm not talking to the masses. I'm talking to people who understand me. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm just trying to change the people who can follow along. And that is a very different way of speaking to trying to reach an audience. Osho also talks about seriousness. He says it's like a cancer. And so much of Osho's work is designed around going back to the inner child, healing the inner child. Celebrating the inner child, being light-hearted, being playful, being innocence, having a sense of innocence, seeing the world with fresh eyes, and that's something I'd like to see more of in Leo. Another thing that I'm reminded of when I'm thinking of Osho and what his journey was like and what I know of it is that he spoke quite a lot about the mind and overcoming the mind. And if I look at all of this content from actualize.org it's very intellectual. It's very mindy and that's by proportion only because there is a wide range of categories we can put in put into it or percentages of how much is it mind how much is it spiritual and so on and so forth and actually I'm reminded of this episode which is I reveal my I reveal my vision to you and in this episode Leo talks about all his desires and they're all his personal desires they're really personal and they're really crude and they're really front on you know he's like talking about oh, i want this money i want to have this many followers on youtube i want to have this hot sexy woman i want to have this success you know success and i want to may have a really powerful impact and it becomes really emotional to the point where he's like screwed up his face and he's crying and it's a really intense emotional episode. And that is a breakthrough. That is the emotional center. That is the that is the heart center opening up. And there's something really powerful in that. There's something really amazing in that. Now, I would wager to Leo that actually an intimate partner with someone who understands you and connects with you is something that you still want. It's something that is still important. Because human connection is so important. And it must be very lonely at the top. It must be very lonely being God. And that's why God does his things. That's why God has the human story. It's for connection, for the collapsing of duality. And when you really go back to your heart, your whole way of speaking is different. Your whole way of caring is different. Your whole way of taking care of the people who follow you and relating to the people that follow you is different. When you speak from the heart, you become open. When you speak from the heart, you listen more. When you speak from the heart, you become soft. You become tender. You become receptive. When you speak from the heart, other people's problems are real. And when you have a big heart and a warm heart, you take on other people's problems. And a real courageous leader knows how to contend with those problems from the heart and with the intellect. And Leo does know these things. In fact, Leo has read the book, The Psychology of Man's Possible Evolution, which talks about the three centers in man, which is the intellect of the mind, action of doing, and the heart of emotions. And we, in many ways, transcend emotions. Emotions are only a portion within the entire spectrum of consciousness. But that can easily turn into a turning away from the heart. And a forgetting of love. And I've had many experiences of love. I've had many lessons in love in my life. And I'm very grateful for those. And when I listen to Leo's episodes about love, it's very difficult. Because the tone is very harsh. And it is very intellectual. Intellectual. And really, love, we can talk about all sorts of different ideas and all sorts of theories and all different ways it manifests itself. But love is something different to what I see there. Love is something different to what I see in how Leo is treating his followers and how Leo talks. And really, another thing to realize is that when you talk, you talk to yourself. And if you're talking to God, or if you are God, and you've realized God, then that goes doubly so. Which means that the way Leo talks to his followers is the way he talks to himself. And that's why understanding seriousness... And coming back to the heart is so important. Having a human connection, which is not from behind the wall of the internet, is so important. And I'm worried about Leo because he's talked himself into a corner which might be quite difficult to get out of. And I'm sure he will. I believe in Leo. I have perfect faith in Leo. He's a smart cookie. But that doesn't stop me from worrying. And I really am so thankful for Leo, for all of his work, for all the things he's said, for all the things he's done. And there are many people, there are so many people that are following along. There are so many people that have got something from his light. And we're going to need more lights. Osho was a light in the darkness. And maybe this will be great. This will be great for Leo's spiritual egos. I'm comparing him to someone like Leo. I'm comparing Leo, sorry. I'm comparing someone like Leo to Osho. I'm comparing someone like Osho to Leo. Like, to have those two people (laughs) in the same conversation. Is that really a fair comparison? And look at the impact that Osho had. Look at the... Look, judge a man by their followers. That's a metric. That's an old metric that we can do well to remember. What are the people doing that follow certain spiritual leaders? And you can say, well, all these terrible things happened around Osho. You could say, well, yes, but also very beautiful things. Very amazing things. People became enlightened following Osho. And I know that for a fact. I know that from personal experience. And Osho is not the only one. There are many people. One of the, one of the greatest things, and this is, really, this is really my biggest thanks to Leo. If I can reserve one thing that I would thank Leo for personally and his work, it would be that he introduced me to the work of Ken Wilber. and Ken Wilber has had a monumental a monumental influence on my perspective his intellect is extraordinary and so many of book of his books I've read and integrated and found so much out of and so many people say that about Ken Wilber when people talk about Ken Wilber they talk about his gift To humanity. His gift. To the world. The inner light. That you can have kindled. By the work of Ken Wilber. And really all the content. That I listened to. On actualize.org. Helped prepare me. And also the other books. And also there is this. There is this funny thing of. Well. (laughs) At what point do we say that. Leo's doing intellectual property copyright theft because he's built this big following and he's making this money off his website by gaining all these followers and he's really just regurgitating the work of other people. Where's where's your work, Leo? What's your stick? What's your gift to the world? And well, that's that's a very judge, judgmental way of talking, isn't it? And I don't know anything about copyright law. I I struggle with that myself because I do talk about other things. And, of course, for educational purposes, it's okay. So we're okay. But to really thank Leo big time, I'd say that he was an introduction. And there were so many things that he introduced. It's really only the beginning. It's really only a preliminary step. And you really have to go out and find it for yourself. And it's possible to do that. It's possible to find it for yourself. It's possible to transcend. It's possible to realize God. And I just wish Leo would remember that for his followers. Leo would come back to how he's going to get more people to do that under his guidance. And this Rabbit hole that he's gone down, of being locked in a room and having these infinite experiences which can't be translated into words, and then telling everybody how impossible it is, and how we'll never understand. Well, that's a that's a rabbit hole that I don't know how long I want to listen along. So this is not advice for Leo. This is not advice for his followers. It's simply a few things that I see in my own experiences. And really, I would say thank you if I ever met Leo. And there would be, I'd hope, a lot of laughter. I'd hope there could be joy. I hope there could be a light-heartedness, and I really wish there was some way I could meet like meet like mind meet like-minded people who are familiar with the things Leo is speaking about. And of course, there are all sorts of suggestions of how. Actualize.org could be better, or all different directions it could go in. But I don't think that's really helpful to mention here. So let me just keep this as a thank you. And a call out to come back to the heart. To come back to innocence. And now, I'd like to invite you to spend a few minutes in silence. So if it's comfortable for you to do so, stop what you're doing. Don't be in a hurry to go off to the next thing. And just sit down, close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths and just come back to some silence, some peace, and just sit quietly for a few moments. Just open your awareness to whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling. Notice if there's any impatience. Notice if there's any resistance. And just listen to your thoughts, whatever they're thinking. They might be thinking about what we've been talking here today. They might be thinking about something else. And just allow yourself to think whatever you think. Think whatever you think. Just listen to it. And now listen to your heart. Can you feel it in your chest? Can you feel it beating? And just sit quietly. And sit very still. With your eyes closed for a few more minutes, and that's all I have to say for now.